Welcome to the Champion Influencer Podcast with Lance Johnson, where top influencers come to master their craft and learn from the online influencers and entrepreneurs in the world today. If you're looking to dominate the competition, build a large social media following, and become an elite influencer, then you've come to the right place. In each episode, guests share their journey to success as an influencer, along with tips, strategies, and actionable steps you can take with you to grow your influence and achieve similar results. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready because it's time to become a champion influencer. Here's your host, Lance Johnson. What's up, champion influencers? This is your host, Lance Johnson, giving you another banger, another episode with a great guest. I mean, a special guest that you guys are going to learn a lot from. She is an absolute beast in social media right now. She's actually, um, and you probably have seen her maybe in In Style, The Cosmopolitan, Vanity Fair, The Huffington Post, CBS, or even Fox. She is Maria Von Loach, and she is a TV host. She's a fashion stylist. She's a blogging expert. She got her start, you know, in blogging and also in the digital marketing area as, you know, as same as, as I did. She's a creator and editor for her own blog called Savinista, which is a fashion blog for women and lifestyle blogging. She is a PR and social media agency runner. She's, like I said before, she had a digital agency that she ran as like her main thing until she got tired of making other people grow and, you know, marketing for them. And she thought she'd do the same with her own social media brand and beyond. She is absolutely on her game and consistently pushing out great content, which is something that I'm really excited to hear her speak about is her hosting and, and how she became a TV host and has so many spots on these, um, like I said before, like in style and the Cosmopolitan and beyond. She's been a guest host on there, I mean, several dozens of times and beyond. And she is absolutely putting herself out there. She isn't letting anything go to waste as far as a certain platform that she hasn't dove into yet or isn't putting the effort to grow. For myself, Champion Influencers, I love to see when someone who is on the level to where I want to be, be able to explain to me their process and be able to let me know I go at it like this with this type of work ethic and I'm this focused on the details, but I'm more focused on the actions or whatever it may be. And the reason that I want to really share podcast episodes with influencers is because in my own journey, in my own lifetime as an influencer, there weren't so many sources out there. That I would do a lot of internet research and, and hop on the world wide web and I wouldn't get the results that I'd be looking for because a lot of these influencers back in the day, they weren't sharing. And so I think it's super valuable and I do not want you guys to take it for granted when I bring somebody on that is willing to share because when it comes down to it, everyone can be selfish and everyone like, no, I'm going to keep this secret and you know, I'm going to be secretive about this, which I feel is, is not the way to go about it because when you help people and you raise people up, you're helping yourself in the process. And so 
guys, just go ahead, you know, put your seatbelts on and prepare to be blessed. Champion influencers, get ready to dive on in. And this is Maria Von Lausch. <laughs> oh man, this is the one that I'm gonna have a lot of fun with and I'm super excited for you guys to learn. And if there's any type of questions that you guys have or, or any type of um, really feedback or anything at all that has to do with the interview and the podcast, please let me know. Don't hesitate. Shoot me an email, lance at thelancejohnson.com. All right, let's dive on it. What's up, champion influencers, and welcome to another podcast episode. And I have a special guest with us. Her name is Maria Von Loesch. Did I get that right? You did. <laughs> and, and what I like to do when uh, we're jumping into a podcast episode is to let the audience know, all my champion influencers out there, know where to find you on your, your biggest social media channels. That way, while they're listening to this interview, they can check out your content and really get a, a sense of, um, I guess, your, your journey. Sure. Uh, my biggest channels are, well, first, Instagram which is at Savanista, and that's with two V's as in Victor, S-A-B-B-Y-N-I-S-T-A. And then my blog, Savanista.com, and then I also have a YouTube channel, slash Savanista. All right, and thanks for coming in. Um, first and foremost, let me say thanks for joining me and really spreading uh, the, the gospel and the good news about you know, social media influence. And really what we're trying to learn today from you is your journey and how it you have gone about things to get to the level that you're at. But thanks a lot for um, taking the time out because I know how the hustle can be when you have collaborations to knock out and blog posts to write and videos to record. <laughs> thanks for having me. I love doing this stuff, so it's awesome. Oh, for sure. And, and with myself, it's been a great change of pace to not only just be inwardly working on what I'm working towards, but to collaborate with others and, and really help the people and be about the, the growth of others. It's, it's been really rewarding. I totally agree. And I, I love collaborating with a lot of people. And I think podcasts, you know, are such the way to go. I might think about doing my own someday. Oh, I highly suggested it. I mean, you definitely won't be mad that you did. <laughs> but <as laughs> okay. we, I'll get tips from you. Hey, I mean, I'm an open book, so you, you let me know. All right. Sounds but as, good. as we jump in, let us know who you are. And as far as when it comes to your journey that you've built, and I see on Instagram, you've grown to over 100,000 followers. Some of the audience members and the, those who are listening, my champion influencers that are working to get to that level, it seems so far off. So tell us who you are and how you've grown to this level. And really, they want to see the possibility. I mean, I'm talking they, but I'm also speaking of myself as well. And so if you can share us what it's been like and who you are and with this journey. Yeah, um, sure. So, I mean, originally I was on the other end of social media and PR and media relations. I had an agency and um, I handled all the PR and social media for a bunch of lifestyle and travel clients. But with that, I had to educate myself on blogging and social media when it first came about before I could even offer the services to my clients. So that's how I started my own thing. And then, you know, fast forward a little later, I decided I, I really wanted to just, you know, work on my own brand instead of 
promoting and, and boosting everybody else's brands and companies. And um, so I decided to take Savanista into its own full-time business. Um, I didn't know though how it was going to go. So I started with my blog first and Instagram, I didn't really use too much as a marketing tool for my blog at first. It was more Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. And then I started, you know, using Instagram more and more, but I didn't have a strategy. So I started trying to figure out, you know, what these girls who are growing quickly, what they're doing, looking at what, you know, everyone else is doing. And, you know, I've, I've made some mistakes. I haven't made mistakes. You know, it's just, and Instagram keeps changing, you know, every month. And so (laughs) it's just really kind of rolling with, you know, the, the app and trust me, I've had a lot of like love, hate relationship with Instagram. Let me tell you. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a job to keep up. And that's what a lot of, I mean, myself, that's what I've learned over the years. And it's been something that has been more of a time commitment to get to the level and just really meet my expectations. And when you were first starting out, you were saying that you started, uh, you were working for, you said a digital agency with brands and whatnot. I was doing the exact same thing. And that's exactly how I got into it. I was a digital marketer for classic car dealerships. And I still have clients to this day where I ran their social media as far as their Facebook advertising, even their, their content and their, um, their growth on Instagram and, you know, even on, um, other places like YouTube and, you know, as well as Twitter and Facebook. But I, I, it got to the point to where I really wanted to get serious, not only about their growth, but my own as well. And the knowledge that I learned doing that really made it a smooth transition. When it comes to down to what you learn from working with your own digital agency and as a, I guess you say a digital marketer for those brands, what was, was key things that you took with you and used along the way to really get those first, I guess you would say, feet in the, your, your foot in the door as when it comes to running off and really going hard at you know, the influencer that you desire to be? Yeah, um, I would say that you know, because I was a business owner, I had my own digital agency that helped put the, the business hat on. So when I would, you know, as I approach brands to work with, I know for me, if I was that brand or business owner, what they would be expecting or what they would want. So I almost approach um, reaching out to them from their perspective, not as an influencer, like, look at my page, I can create this and I have this many followers. I, I come from more of the business side, like, you know, I've looked at all your material do you have anything that you're working on that you would like to launch in the near future? If so, you know, here are some ideas that I have that I'm working on. So it's more of that type of putting your business cap on, so to speak. And I think a lot of girls, you know, who start Instagram or want to be an influencer, they don't know anything about business. They just want to wear cute clothes, do their makeup, go on travel trips and and all this stuff. And yeah, that sounds all great, but you know, it's really about being in business. And I, and I feel bad because I feel like a a lot of people who come into this don't realize you have to treat it as a business if you want it to be a business and make money from it. So. 
was there a particular point to where you you grew and um, you got to the point to where, okay, I can actually monetize and make money from this? Or did you have a game plan from the jump? Like myself, I really worked hard to get to a certain level. And that was like between 10 and 15,000 to where I actually got paid from my first campaign. And, you know, at 10,000 is when I really started getting, I guess, free products and really collaborating with brands, getting that experience. But getting to that level of, you know, up to 15,000 followers is when on Instagram, I really first started seeing the checks come in and really see my work pay off. What did it look like for you as far as when it comes to monetizing and getting to that level? And did it look like you thought it would from the jump? Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, when I started using Instagram more for my blog, cause my blog was really more of the driver and, and my moneymaker right. and YouTube as well. So when I decided to take Instagram as more of my business, you know, I guess strategy, uh -huh. uh, I would say I was maybe around 20,000, 25,000. And then I, you know, I was getting a lot of emails from, you know, PR companies and brands that I didn't really know saying, oh, let me send you this, let me send you that. But I'm so picky about, you know, what I, I like and feature. So, you know, a lot of the times I would just say, uh, thanks for reaching out, but, you know, I'm going to have to decline at this moment, um, check back later. Um, but I would say I, when I started um, reaching out to brands on my own, you know, the ones that I targeted. So I made like this wish list and <laughs> nice. I started emailing them and saying, Hey, you know, um, I think I'm at a point where you could really look at my track record with my blog and my YouTube and my Instagram and see that I'm really serious about, you know, creating good content. I love your brand. I've used it. I've featured it. That's also a thing is, you know, buy some of these things and feature and tag them over and over so they can see, wow, she's really interested. Come to think about, I'll give you an example. I know you want one is from <laughs> who, what, where a collection at Target. So they, you know, started a collection and I thought it was very smart and affordable and super stylish. And I shop at Target, you know, just on the weekly, just for household. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this collection's so cute. I'm going to get some pieces. I'm going to put them on my Instagram, on my blog. And I started tagging and, and it was a repetitive thing for a couple months and they noticed. And so they reached out to me and said, hey, we'd love to invite you to one of our style events and our launch collection of our next preview of our spring and this and that. And so, you know, that what, I think that's- level, I don't mean to cut you off, but at what level were you when you first um, were able to get that response from Target after pretty much doing your own free, I guess you say free advertising as an influencer? Um, I would say it was, you know, maybe about like three months of just kind of repeating some things and tagging them. Right. Um, but was there a certain as, amount as far of, as like, I'm oh, sorry. The reason I'm, I'm being so rude and cutting you off is, is because there's a, a lot of, this is a really strong desire for a lot of the people that I've heard from and that have spoken to me about, you know, what their struggles have been as an influencer, as far as when it comes to growth, really their main focus is on the numbers and reaching this amount of followers on Instagram, this amount of subscribers, this amount of views for, for YouTube video. So they, they really want to know, um, as far as when it comes to 
I guess, the level that it could happen at for them so they can get excited. But do you believe that it's more so the opposite, that you're focusing on your content first and then those things will eventually come along? Because I feel that that's the approach that you had and it definitely worked out for you. Yeah, I kind of coach a few bloggers um, right now. It's, it's a new thing I'm doing. And I tell them not to focus on the numbers anymore because I still um, Amen. do a lot of, yeah, I still do a lot of social media marketing and I'm, yeah. I'm like very techie and educated on that. And, and it's about, um, not, it's not about the follower count anymore. It's about what you're creating and your engagement. So I tell new influencers and bloggers, don't pay attention to how many followers you have. And I'll give you an example. There's this girl that I uh, follow in my city and she just started not too long ago and she's around 6,000 followers now. But when she was at 3,000, um, which I know might seem like a lot for some, but little for some, she already started getting uh, partnerships, collaborations, event invites with like Beachy Dolls and Lulu's and some really popular brands. And that was with, you know, 3,000 followers. That's not much, but it's because her likes and her comments were growing so rapidly. So you can have, you know, a little couple thousand followers, but if you're, you have like 500 likes and, you know, 50 comments or to 100, brands are going to recognize that. Right, for sure. And I absolutely love that it's going towards quality than the quantity of the people that you have following you. I think that's uh, really good news for those people who are looking to grow and are starting from scratch, but it gives it a lot of truth and makes it more, I guess you would say genuine as far as when it comes to the overall spectrum of all influencers everywhere. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. And and I'm happy that the landscape of content creation and influencing is going in that direction and that brands are getting educated on that end too because before yes. brands weren't getting educated and some brands aren't still educated. They they still want a follower account, you know, but but now I think more and more saying, "Oh, wait a second, you know, People can buy followers, so this isn't real. So let's look at some of the ones that have smaller follower counts, but good engagement. Like right. they're really researching your stuff. Oh man, and that's, um, I think that that's a good turn for, uh, for everyone as far as when it comes to those starting out and even those who are serious about what they do because it separates the fake from the real. <laughs> and um, yeah. there's nothing, nothing better than that. But Let's see here. Um, as, as far as when it comes to the struggles that you've had to get to the level that you're at, would, it, um, would you consider the, the, I guess, the pain points more towards the beginning and even throughout maybe you catching your stride? I've had a lot of those um, influencers out there let me know that really the consistency of creating content and, you know, getting everything in line and, and really creating a content calendar and a marketing plan and, and whatnot. What has been your approach that has, has made you successful as far as when it comes to consistency and getting your content out? Because I love that on Instagram, you have 1100, over 1,100 posts, which is not, it really is, um, it's something that should be admired because 
a lot of the influencers out there, including myself in the beginning, we are perfectionists. We love to, to really critique ourselves and be our, our biggest critic. And so what has contributed to your content production? I would say, you know, before I didn't have a plan in the beginning and even kind of in the middle, um, I, you know, I kind of would have a plan sometimes and then I would fall off track and not right. get inspired. And I think a lot of, I, a lot of people who are doing this have that issue, but lately I would say like my stride, you, if you will, it's about having, like you said, a calendar in place and what I'm planning on doing. So I'm actually a few weeks, I, I would say three weeks ahead right now. So I have content for the next three weeks. That's amazing. I bet it feels yeah. good, huh? <laughs> it does. And, and I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I'm planning better these days. And I, and I think that a lot of successful influencers that I follow they say the same thing, you know, they batch their content, they'll go plan the shoot and they'll do some sponsored content that they have to shoot, but then they'll also shoot in organic content while they're shooting the sponsored. Right. And that way they have a bunch of content that they can use throughout the month. So that way you're not, you know, constantly trying to just keep up with, you know, everything and shoot. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people. You know, they're like, well, I want to shoot in real time and be authentic. And, and that's fine, too, if that's your thing. You know, I think, you just, I think everybody just has to find, like, what works for their schedule. Right, for sure, for sure. And scheduling yourself is one of the, um, for myself, it was definitely the, one of the biggest challenges that I had in the beginning because I would spend time reaching out to, to brands and in hopes of collaborating, and then I would spend time, you know, on content and, and editing content, and then I would, um, I mean, I spent time in a lot of different places as far as when it comes to what I wanted to happen for myself. Maybe it'd be getting my YouTube videos produced, which take way more time than I expected with, um, with when it comes to editing videos, period. It's a whole different beast. And then also with my content for Instagram and my blog posts and there would always be something that would fall off. How was it that um, you really got a hold of your, I guess, where you put your time? And did you outsource at all? Because for myself, I really found that to be helpful, especially, I mean, here with the podcast. I record a podcast, you know, um, then after the, the interview, I would, you know, record the intro and then outro and then send it off to one of my virtual assistants out in, in the Philippines. And they would put the entire podcast together for me and, you know, edit out all of my ums and uhs and stutters, you know, make me sound way more professional than I am. <laughs> and I would, you know, send, send them over 15 an episode and bam, I'm on to the next one. And that allows me to knock out, you know, three or four in a row in one day when I can, when I really want to be more, I guess, condensed as far as the time that I spend interviewing compared to what I would have editing and interviewing, um, you know, the guests that I have. And so how did you go about making the most of your time as far as it comes to your efficiency? That is, I think that's a struggle for everybody. And I love to be efficient, but sometimes I'm not perfect either. But <laughs> I would say outsourcing, <laughs> I would say outsourcing is the best thing, delegating. So I've had interns on and off for the past 
three years now. So they help me a lot with, you know, when I'm writing up a blog post and I have to get all the affiliate links coordinated for, you know, each blog post, I have them research those and put them in. I also have them help me with engagement on my social media as well. I do engagement still because I still like to connect and see, you know, who's doing what. And I love to still like and comment, but I'll I'll have my interns do that, you know, with me as well. So, so yeah, it's about delegation and my mom is actually my photographer. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, welcome to the club. I'm, I'm my wife's photographer and she's my photographer. And we have another, we have a photographer that we actually use, but it's more so, you know, once or twice a month, but we get everything in between our, I mean, it's, it's, it's way more accessible when you have someone you live with or a family member with you. And um, then to really schedule a, you know, a photo shoot, which is more so the formal type of way yeah. I feel. Yeah. So, you know, and I know a lot of people have a significant other that they use as their photographer, which is great. But I know a lot of influencers who hire, you know, photographers as well. Once in a while, I'll collaborate with the photographer. But it's just when you have a groove and you're, you know, comfortable with somebody and they've known you forever and and you work well, I think stick with that. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge and your content is absolutely amazing. Keep up the good work. You're absolutely killing it out there. And is there anything, any parting piece of advice that you want to share with the, uh, the champion influencer audience? Uh, thanks Lance. Thanks again for having me. You're awesome. And I've checked you out on Instagram as well. And I love your content. So keep up uh, your work. I'm just trying to get on your back. You know? <laughs> I'm not, you, oh, I, gosh, think, I think you said it best, you know, I'm not perfect, but you know, I'm just trying to take action. That's right. Well, that's the one thing I just, if I want to leave any piece of advice for anybody new that's, or that's having a hard time, just stay consistent, stay on brand with your niche, niche down as much as possible. And, you know, worry more about engaging and connecting with your community or like-minded people that you want as followers and don't worry about your follower count. Awesome. Awesome. Well, really appreciate it. Thanks again. I'll have to have you on when you hit, you know, 500 K we're just going to keep this going every milestone and you're just going to help us level up, you know, as you grow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you <too. laughs> All right. Well, well, thanks a lot. And I'll be in contact with you. Okay. All sounds right. good. Lance. Have a good All right. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Champion influencers. And thank you for sticking it out with me, really sticking it out with me for another amazing podcast episode. I want to thank Maria once again, but I want to turn the attention towards you guys and really ask you to go. And if you, if you like this podcast and you want to hear more and you want me to go out and get the greatest and the best guests that I can possibly get so you can learn what you need to learn and really level up, you know, it's time to take our talents and our skills and, and, everything that we possess in our body and our capabilities to new heights in 2019. I'm already looking towards 2020 and I'm trying to take everybody with me. And so if you can go and leave a review, five stars, and then also write a review and give me your feedback. Let me know what you like. Let me know if you want to, uh, you want to see more of and what topics you want to, you know, hear about. Uh, Also send me an email at, Lance at thelancejohnson.com and ask me anything regarding the podcast. 
I'm an open book, guys. If you have any questions whatsoever, I'm here to help. Help me help you. <laughs> Thank you for sticking it out. I'm really into getting this podcast to the level to where I can really help you guys at the highest, highest elevation and, and the highest with all the resources that I need to give you the greatest content, the most helpful content that's going to help you soar to the next level of your social media, your influencer, your personal branding life. I want you to be able to bring in more money. I want you to be able to, to really monetize your efforts and go out there and create content that makes you happy. And that's within your passion that really drives the world in the right direction. That gives us a lot of joy to look at rather than all this pain that's going on in the world, which I don't even, you know, I don't pay attention to whatsoever because I'm only on the positive, but let's, let's make this world better one post at a time, one tweet at a time, one podcast episode at a time, and let's throw our everything into it. And so if I need you to help me make this better by going and subscribing to the podcast website, the, the Champion Influencer Podcast, and also leaving a review, five stars, and writing a review. That will help me tremendously and help us grow. And I want you to be here on my path while I take this to new heights and new levels so we all can level up. At the end of 2019, we should all have goals set in place already because it's the halfway mark of 2019 right now. And so if you're, you should definitely go into this next week if not this, the end of this week, with, the, with an idea of where you wanna be on December 31st of 2019. Take with you what you've learned from this podcast episode, along with everything else, and, and really give it all you got as far as when it comes to you setting real commitments and real goals to getting to where you wanna see. You wanna see yourself at the end of the year. Don't be afraid to dream, don't be afraid to work, don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. And a little quick story for you guys. This isn't comfortable for me. This is something that's outside of my comfort zone. I hope you can't tell, but if you can, it is what it is. I don't care. Sitting down and recording myself and giving like a monologue at the end of a podcast is different for me. I haven't done it a lot, but it's necessary to get to where I want to go. It's not about myself and me feeling uncomfortable. It's about everyone who listens and everyone who is able to learn something and take something from this podcast episode that they can level up and take their own personal brand to new heights where they can reach the goals that they're trying to reach as far as when maybe it would be monetizing and getting that first campaign deal. For myself, it was a $150 paycheck back in 2017, and it was the best day of my life. I'll never forget that day. It's small. It looks small now looking back on it, but... I mean, milestones are milestones and, you know, that's all we got is to work towards them. Level up, baby. It's Lance Johnson signing off once again. And I'm just trying to get better every episode. I'm trying to be more consistent. And if you guys can help me out in the process by going to the Champion Influencer website, leaving comments on the uh, episodes that you watch and give me some true feedback. Help me get better. Help me help you help me get better while I help you get better and everybody gets better. All right, guys, you guys have a good one. Make sure you tackle the rest of the week. Success and nothing less, baby. Be your best. Peace, champions.
for listening to the Champion Influencer Podcast. Visit our website, championinfluencer.com. Until next time, be great champions.